Welcome back to another episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm Venture. This is Hannah. And, oh, it's raining out. <laughs> kind of killed my mood. Thought about it. You know, I'm a big environment guy. When it's raining, everything just gets a big sad face. You know what I call this type of weather? What? Staying inside watching a movie weather. Um, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it kind of gives you an excuse to like just do that like and you don't feel bad about it i thought you were actually gonna have some sort of like technical term for <laughs> it like, oh in sweden we call this a, no just a- like because if the weather's okay like you feel a little bad for only staying inside all the time but now it's like fuck am i gonna do outside you know i mean i went outside kino went outside yeah we went and battled the elements yeah it was a lot he didn't care no <laughs> and seemed to care did much he because usually like before when it's raining like mm-hmm. you open the door and he's like oh Yep. But then he'll step out. Takes him a second. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is he's like, if we're doing it, we're going to do it. Don't mm-hmm. take me out for a fucking potty break right now. Like, if I'm going to get wet, we're going to have to be out here for a while. Did he pee and poop? Um, I don't, he didn't poop, but mm-hmm. he peed for sure. Mm-hmm. So he's still got to get breakfast and then probably take him out for another one or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, I knew I didn't want a crazy dog bouncing off the walls. Yeah. So I just got up and fucking sucked ass out there Mm. i don't use that term very much (laughs) sucked ass that's what it was what was that one uh that video that girl that was cussing in the bathroom what did she say the girl that was cussing in the bathroom oh stankin ass stankin ass (laughs) that was a funny video the mom was like we should try that with our kids i've seen that before i've seen a few clips of that of it's kind of becoming a thing of like people trying to do that of like, you can only say bad words in the bathroom. Yeah. And they'll have the kid in the bathroom and they'll, like, say bad things. And they film it and then you hear the bad, the kid's yeah. like, wait. Fuck. It's kind of weird, though, because the modern kid, you know, toddler or whatever, is so adapt with technology that they just know. You know what I mean? Like, they look at it differently than how a kid maybe... 10 years ago or even like when lily was a kid right she wasn't necessarily scrolling mm-hmm. so i feel like when you're scrolling from birth through things like you're just so aware of cameras and the like oh yeah this is filming me it's not it's kind of funny though i mean right? like that one girl the, the video we watched she was even like hi guys so today yeah, we're in the she's bathroom over here doing cussing. an intro like, yeah, yeah. Like, like she's like vlogging like and subscribe she's like three years old right yeah. make sure you comment all right and yeah. like guess what we have a giveaway all right we're giving away you know five pillows for this and that but yeah she sat there and she's like say your cuss words okay stanking ass yeah like, and then she was looking in the mirror and she said yeah that was a funny one she's and, cute and then she stopped and they're like get them all out yeah. that is a good idea though the other one was um i think it's who's the guy from jurassic park the young guy he was fat and then he's hot and he does a lot of he's a white guy super tall i don't know trustworthy come on now um he was in parks and rec do you know what i'm talking about you know who i'm talking about you gotta google it now because it's gonna drive me crazy the guy in jurassic park yeah the jurassic world like the new ones he does the raptors you know who i'm talking about he's with the he's in there with the redhead he's literally the main character of the movie Chris Pratt? Yes, Chris Pratt. Mm. He um, was telling a story on Kimmel or something where he's like, yeah, my son has a rule with me. He's only allowed to cuss when we're fishing in the boat. Oh. So I guess when they're fishing <laughs> in the boat and they're doing a thing. And then he was like, I guess he caught a fish and then the fish broke the line or something like that. And he's like, oh, dad, I'm going to say a bad word. <laughs> like, I'm going to say a bad word. And he was like, that fish was stupid. Mm. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And then I think um, like a couple minutes later, he was like, yeah, that was a big motherfucking fish. Like, it was, <laughs> just hilarious. Stupid. Kids are funny. I think my parents said that one of the first words that my older sister learned was either idiot or stupid. Idiot. Because whenever one. like they would be in the car and my dad was driving, he would say, idiot or like stupid like to other mm-hmm. people driving so that was like one of the first words that she actually learned 
I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's funny when kids cuss. That's something that I want my kids to do. Just because mm-hmm. I want to be a part of that entertainment aspect of mm-hmm. it. And just, like, let them know, like, hey, man, you can't. Like, don't call your grandma yeah. a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, you got to know. If you're smart enough to say the word, like, don't call your aunt a cunt, you know? Can you imagine? Hey, some kids do. I mean, I've seen badass little kids that just... Remember the one, the last one we'll talk about, though? There was, like, the graduation, and they were like, okay, are you ready? And the kid's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) They're like, do you need to leave? No, bitch. (laughs) Like, he's, you know, you can tell. That's gonna, he's gonna end up in in jail. Yeah. Or that one video of the siblings, like, first day of school, let's take a picture, and they were both just so fucking tired of it. And then the little girl, she was like, fuck you. She flipped the camera off. She was funny. They both looked so fucking tired too i'm like damn you guys are swollen today because you can feel it too like you can yeah. with a kid you can feel the hate like it's yeah. real like i don't like if there was a button to drop you into alligators they'd fucking hit that button to just do it i do kind of have a peppy of a people that cuss a lot when they talk yeah like i don't like really is that the only word you know i think that's me yeah but i'm also creative so it's okay like mm-hmm. i'm a creative you know like i take it from leonardo dicaprio in that movie like uh fuck a duck you're gonna pay me for that like i like creative people with it yeah i don't know i just don't have like and i'm not against cussing like i'll cuss and stuff like that um but when people do it a lot i'm like really like Mm -hmm. grow up it's kind of how i feel about it i love it yeah i don't like swedish slang i here's my thing my biggest pet peeve is slang that is now getting adopted from america whether like it's, it started as the British. Remember, I don't like how you talk about tea and biscuits and then you say swag at the end. <laughs> or it's just like, you know, you have this old ass, you sound like the Queen of England. And then you're like, yeah, that's lit, bro. And it just annoys me. Same thing with Sweden. You'll just talk, 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 talk. And then all of a sudden they'll be like Gucci. And then like keep going, blah, 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 dope, blah, blah, blah. And then you just hear these trigger words. Where I'm like, no, no, no. Stick to that old shit your grandma was saying, mm. you know? I don't hear a lot of Sweden, like Swedish people, like... Unless we're in a setting where we're speaking English, mm-hmm. but I don't hear like with my friends, I don't hear them saying dope. Or, I think like, it's so overpowering that there's certain words that you have to use though. Like mm. it's not it's not as bad as English because you yeah. hear it with English because it's the same language that's getting mixed. But it is like if you're talking about something something something, uh, Taco Bell or whatever, like something 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 McDonald's, like. Big Mac, like it's it's an American thing that's taken and it's over there. But that's there. the name, though. What are you gonna say if they're talking about Taco Bell? Yeah. Are they gonna translate it to say Taco Clocka? Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like it's a name. I just think that we're so that's not different. We're not respected to the level that I feel like we should be. To where I'm not looking at it is weird. You're not gonna stay with me on this one, but we're no, gonna I'm see where it goes. It. We're I'm gonna so stay confused. where it goes. I just think that the level of I don't want to say it's disrespect for America, but sometimes it acts as a little bit as like, hey, we still are the foundation of pretty much everything that your modern world is. And it needs to be kind of, it doesn't need to be talked about, but it doesn't need to be talked down upon to where there's where a lot of... Where do you feel like they're talking down on it? Mainly with America. Oh, I yeah. know, but if let's you, give me examples, like real uh, life if, examples that you've experienced. Yeah, yeah. It'll be healthcare. It'll be money. It'll be uh, like society related where it's like oh yeah the people aren't as good or but can't you can't you criticize that because let's say the healthcare stuff that's something that Mm -hmm. america is not amazing at or like taking care of its people that's not some that's something that america is not good at i agree with you so but then how does that 
now turn into well now we're also saying that mcdonald's is fucking crazy and stupid like that's we're talking about two different things like you can still criticize Hmm? even when there are great things as well yeah no i'm the first person to criticize things i literally start with criticism so why is there an issue if they're they're actually talking about something that is shitty Mm -hmm. that we all know like it's pretty bad yeah um how do you why do you feel like now that it's attacking the good things too it's not attacking the good things it's okay we have this piece of the table that we're talking about but we also need to talk about this other piece of the table too all right I but if the conversation is healthcare the why con- are, why are we going to bring up mcdonald's <laughs> you're right but the health okay if it's a healthcare you also need to factor in the fact that we have the best surgeons in the world mm-hmm. we invented surgery modern surgery mm-hmm. do you see what i'm saying so it's like that's what you need to bring up clearly i'm honestly right now in this conversation not one way or another i kind of just want to be in the middle because like, I, I really i feel like even if like i don't know if you feel like okay well, yeah you're talking down but you have to bring something positive up i i never feel that like if i'm talking whether it's sweden america china i don't care what it is if we're talking about something that we both know is not a good thing mm-hmm. i don't feel like we have to compensate and now say oh okay well this is good yeah like we can stay in this shit like we understand yeah it's shitty why do we have to make it neutral i'm pretty unique though where i put all the options on the table Mm -hmm. you see me do this all the time i mean i get overwhelmed sometimes because i put all the options on the table if we're talking about uh jamaica for example i when we're i don't i've never been but you see what i'm saying for example okay great athletics great music great food that comes out of there okay well hey gay people it's still kind of illegal to be gay so that's kind of fucked up hey you know good weather but i think it rains a lot and they have some pretty crazy storms every Mm -hmm. once in a while like hey guess what their economy and there's kind of a lot of crime so just as much good stuff as i talked about great culture hey it's also might not be the most safe spot mm-hmm. to be in because people are on you just want to bring up the pros and cons that that's pretty much all like i both do sides. hey i'll do it to with you you know mm-hmm. hey oh my god she's amazing she's very kind and caring but here's the deal if you're in the mud you don't want to call her you know what i mean like if you're trying to wake up and work hard in the morning time she's not the person to call she's gonna get a cup of coffee she's gonna wake up with a migraine because that's just her daily routine that's the video you should make get ready with me guys wake up my head hurts. Um, make a cup of coffee. Okay, my head doesn't hurt. Okay, think about working out, but put it off until the afternoon, and then get to the afternoon, and you're like, I'm a morning workout girl, anyways. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So, but pros and cons, baby. Mm-hmm. It's just what I'm working on right now in this stage in my life with the relationships I'm building is what are my not to not have any expectations, but like, what are your expectations for situations? And mm. I don't even know about relationships, if that's the right word, just situations that I'm in. So let's say if I'm dropping, it happened yesterday, I'm dropping you off at school, right? It's early in the year, there's still a fuckload of people, there's traffic, right? For some reason, I'm like, God damn it, I'm like upset in this traffic. But because my expectation was to be the most efficient guy and usually zoom into the school, drop you out, and then I zoom out and I just like go back about my day. But I'm like, oh, well, the expectations it's early in the year mm-hmm. fucking half these people are still like i'm gonna graduate and then three months in they all drop out right and then things go back to normal yeah. so it's just kind of managing your expectations and being a little more realistic mm. right so that's what i'm talking about but back to the overall if we're talking about things being really good i also do try to bring up the bad things if things are pretty bad, I do try to bring up the good things too. So if someone were to say, oh my God, I love this thing about America. America is so amazing. 
this and this and that. They don't say any negative things. Yeah. Would you bring up a negative thing? Well, yeah, take out uh, Hollywood. Let's go LA. Oh my God, it's so glamorous. It's amazing. Look at all the celebs and the rich people and it's clean and the weather. And I go, yeah, but those fucking crackheads, man. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, So you would bring up that too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like you're just like, go America. Yeah. I like, do it. Yeah. You know? No, I go, it, it gets fed in. I want a well-rounded conversation. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about everything. I want to talk about hey, my God, I love this pickup truck, right? It's fucking awesome. It's got the the tow payload that I'm looking for. It's the right color, has the nice wheels. But that gas, oh boy, 200 bucks to fill up that bad boy, right? Do you got it? If you got it, cool. But Mm -hmm. if not, that is a factor, right? Right. So therefore, talk about crackheads. Okay, hey, we talk about all these, you know, God, these homeless people, blah, blah, blah. And I go, yeah, but... It, honestly, it's not that bad. They're not really like stabbing people and this and mm-hmm. that. Like if you navigate, they are kind of minding their own business. Yeah, they, mind they might their own scream. <laughs> exactly. Like you might, if you're able to avoid and navigate it like a normal SoCal resident does. Yeah, everything's fine. Right. So, what do you think about that? Yeah. I just want a well-rounded. I want to talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't want to leave things off the table. Is that how? Because I feel like sometimes you tend to kind of go on a tangent or you'll go off topic. Mm-hmm. is that kind of, that kind of goes together then that's like, where that stems from yeah mm-hmm. of like you're like you want to bring up something else or you know mm-hmm. absolutely the thing too is if everybody's walking let's say everybody's on a walk that's the conversation right this analogy everybody's on a walk i'm kind of skipping and jogging and running and like doing it's almost like kino when we're trying to walk out to the beach and we have a fr- he's fucking circling mm-hmm. and doing weird shit digging a hole over here and comes back and then he's like says hi and then comes back like that's how we're doing i'm not at the same pace Mm -hmm. which is just like it's fine but i struggle to do that like a swedish pace for example right i'm like oh no did i tell you the other day speaking of digging holes that um when i was taking out Bo, he dug a hole to take a shit and pee in (laughs) really did he cover it up no but he like he was was digging a little bit he peed and he pooped and he left that's funny (laughs) yeah i was like oh okay he's a funny guy yeah hope he's having a good day in the rain we can pick up sandbags if needed. Yeah. They have them over there, they said. They always provide And, those. good news, street sweeping is canceled. They're still driving around, though. Why do they do that? Really? You Literally, saw that? Yeah, just on the end of my walk. Not the street sweeper, babe, but the, you know, the, the, little, the little white car yeah. that goes by. What are they doing? Like, do you just mandatory have to... Like, you got to have some common sense at some point. Like, no, they can't give out tickets. Are you no, crazy? they're not giving out tickets. Oh. But why Why is it that they still have to go... Imagine if you're the guy and your boss is Unless like, hey, go you, drive your route. What Did it say parking enforcement? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, they could be like the gas department because they all look the same. No, you know. You know what this one looks like. Mm. Like, it's the fat black lady that gets out with all the attitude and gives you your ticket it's but why are they still driving around Uh, they're not giving out tickets but just kind of stupid when you have to go through the motions that's the shit that pisses me off what if babe you know how they're like oh you can't park on this side from this time to this time Mm -hmm. what if even if street sweeping was canceled they were like well the sign says you can't park here yeah that's wild that would piss me off that does piss me off that oh my gosh this kind of good thing you said that reminds me of what i was thinking about handicap spots Mm -hmm. so if we're going to be honest la county they're very 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 busy just we can't even handle the amount of shit that we're working on there's just right it's a big battle whether it's homelessness or like food or immigrants or like car registration like just things that are supposed to be get in the mail soon too by the way cool things that are supposed to be regularly scheduled aren't like it's just hard to do right it's not like we're a small town and yeah yeah just go wait in line like shit is wild right 
what are the odds that if you pull into a handicap spot, you're actually going to have like a ticket when you come back? If you really think about it, because there's a lot of hand, there's a handicap spot in every parking mm-hmm. lot. But here's the thing. You and I, the way we look at a handicap spot is like, oh, no, we can't park there. Not because we're trying to be good people of, oh, someone in a wheelchair might need that, right? That's good. But we're trying not to get that minimum $350 plus tow away. I get it, right? But what are the odds? Yeah. Do you see know. what I'm saying? Where it's like, who who's really going after this? I do think if, um, you know, because you can have a handicap spot outside of your house over here. On the street? Mm-hmm. Let's say we were, were to park there and we don't have the permit. We don't have anything of that. And someone that lives there wants to park there that does have a permit they could probably call the city of long beach and be like hey someone's parked in my handicap spot that makes without sense. a permit and then they'll come out and probably ticket you what about ralph's nordstrom right food for less whole foods because they don't really have like the i don't ever see secure like p- parking people there yeah. they got security but not parking now if you're parked there for hours and hours and hours but i'm talking about just regular how often are we in the parking spot for yeah. 30 minutes an hour right Right? I might want to test that out. Really? The worst thing that happens are is somebody be, yells at you. Are you going to be okay with you getting a ticket, though? If oh, you yeah, try that, that out. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so wait till we have a little bit more money down yeah, the road. But yeah, gonna, uh, I'll, I'll factor that like in. Like a $500 ticket. That's what I'm saying is I'm kind of curious to know, like, well, how on it are they really? Uh-huh. And think about it. If you go six months never getting a ticket, that might be worth the 500 bucks to just park out front. Of everywhere that you go yeah it's kind of a dick move but it's i'm curious it's science you know something i noticed when we were in sweden how small the parking spots are in sweden yeah like tiny and it's not mm-hmm. like we were driving on a big car like a regular suv mm. and i was like it feels tight like i mean not that it just feels tight these are tight like these spots are tiny i agree if you have a big truck yeah or even a van or something you can't fit here there was one guy we drove with the ram trx he was american yeah. I looked in there. I saw a beard. I was like, oh, oh yeah, really? That's fucking American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's from definitely like Georgia or Texas. But it's like, where the hell do you park? Like, it's hard. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But here, there's they're so much bigger. Now, they are maybe a little bit bigger than needed, but it's still like. That's my question, too, is if we're only doing as much as we need, I, I kind of want to think about the quality of life. This isn't just a Sweden thing, but this is a. Okay, uh, it's a black America thing. It's a like a impoverished, impoverished thing if you go, oh, I don't need that. Mm. Like, just, just whatever it is. Um, if your natural mentality is to go with that, like my grandpa, right? Oh, you know, I don't need a new microwave. I'll just take the same microwave from the <laughs> 80s. Why? Yeah. Why are we doing that? And you're just what's being cheap. Point? That's what I'm saying is like, what's the point, dude? So so if you're not going to spend it on a microwave, is it, oh, no, I'm not buying a microwave because I'm buying a new fridge? Mm. Like, what is the thing? And then you hit a level of success that he's hit, right? And then it's, there's no Do point. Do you can afford. There's like, it's no different point. with us of like, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we can't buy that right now, or, you know, because we got to save money. Yep. That's a whole different thing. But if you have the money, now you're just being cheap with yeah, it. Yeah, and it's just a weird thing if you're a multimillionaire, right? And... You literally want to live the same quality of life that your poor father lived in he the Jim Crow. He should send you a check. Uh, I don't, yeah. That would, I'd agree with that. You want to tell him that? Yeah. <laughs> See how Give that goes over? Give me his number. See how that goes over? Hey, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a funny thing, but it, it honestly taps into a lot of American culture to where now people only think that because Shaq, you hear Shaq talking about, hey, I tell my kids all the time, I'm rich. You're not rich, mm. right? You hear that shit. And when I was a kid, I used to think that was cool. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. But at the end of the day, you go, well, no, what is your goal, man? What's the point of you being successful if you're not... If you can't share it with your if family. If you can't share it with your family, which is, A, 
I'm sure Shaq is a good guy. Right. He's very smart. I understand that he's trying to instill that mentality, mm-hmm. but it's a very, that's not what it seems like on the surface level or yeah. even you have to cut through seven different layers to get to that foundation to where you go like, oh, he's basically just wants his kids to work hard, earn it, have a similar mentality to him and continue to move the needle forward. You don't have to do that through poverty. Mm. That's what I'm saying is, yeah, I, and, I don't and, believe that. And I think, I think it's important to, cause I'm, I'm very much like, against like spoiling your kids for just because like oh here's two new brand new mercedes like that's crazy to me um but if you worked so hard to get to that level of success why would you not make it easier for your kids yeah you know what i mean like why are you now saying now you're gonna struggle too why did you struggle so fucking hard for us to now also and i understand yeah I still have to work for my own goals and things that I want. If I want to have a business, that's still going to be on me. But why are you saying and acting as if it's like, just because I struggled so hard, now you have to struggle too. Yeah, exactly. That's that's crazy to me. It's fucked up and pointless. It's just, it's never, it's the average person not going into the next step of, well, guess what? When you are rich, you have this idea of, oh my God, life is okay. Everything's perfect, right? This is that la la land where there's no more struggle, Mm -hmm. right? But at the end of the day, now your kids have to fall into the concept of no matter what they do, everyone's going to think that they didn't accomplish it. You know what I mean? They're going to think yeah. that it handled you. Guess what? That's an equally as heavy weight in yeah. my eyes as somebody that goes, oh, no, I'm coming from nothing. Now I have to work hard. Well, if you're fucking, you know, what's his name? The Kennedy, right? And he's like, well, what's your biggest struggle? No matter what they accomplish, no one's ever going to give them credit mm-hmm. for that. They're going to be like, oh, well, you had a famous dad. Exactly. Or your famous mom or whatever. You come from a rich family. So let's say, I don't know, we're living in Naples over there. Got a big house. You got a 10-year-old son or daughter. It's raining out. Guess what? The rain doesn't care. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Kino doesn't give a fuck. Hey, let's go for a run. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? And that's the type of mentality that I was brought up with. By no means was anybody smoking crack in my house or anything <laughs> like that, right? Like it wasn't, no one was getting abused or anything like that. But for some reason, I still have the greatest dog mentality out there that I'm 100% confident that if you put a line in the sand, and you go, here's this human being across from you. And then there's Venture. I, I can't have more. It's not like, oh, Venture doesn't have the mindset to fuck. He's soft. He's mm-hmm. just, no, fuck, kill you right here, right now. Do you, if it comes down to that, do you see what I'm saying? But that's where like that ghetto mentality comes from. It's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's not from the mud. Like I'm from the, I have an advantage, right? Where it goes, no, buddy, if you look me in my eyes, let's go. Who trained? You know what I mean? You do your pull-ups yesterday? I don't think you did your pull-ups yesterday. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to go well for you, I'm telling you right now. So I don't have that, though. To whereas I look at the scariest black guy, and I go like, all right, well, let's go to work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I also look at, like, the skinniest white guy, and I go, I don't know. One of these guys might have trained. It's all an evil playing, like a level playing field. Let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. And I attack it as that. Like, I don't look at my competitor or competition as some sort of... I don't have preconceived notions about them. What do you think about that? It's like my dad said. He said, there's no bad weather, just bad clothes. Yeah, that (laughs) shit comes from living in Sweden. Fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, like, I love it. That's funny. But yeah, hell no. (laughs) I've been to California. Whenever he said that, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. No, this is bad weather. That's definitely, like, that's a trauma response to the bad weather. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love that for you. (laughs) No, no bad weather, just bad clothes. I'm like, I've been to Hawaii. Or he'll say, your skin is waterproof. And I'm like, yeah, but shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I, I get it, but come on, it's still 
cold and rainy out. I like that. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But you do understand is like as we continue to level up, as we get better, every, just being a human being is hard. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to finish on is like being a human is hard. It doesn't mm. matter where you come from, what your background is. It is hard. And it's like, yeah, there we have a very good. You know what I mean? We have a very good. We have a house or a home. We have a very good. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people that don't have a very good. But I think it's also important to understand that, okay, well, what's hard for me? Something that's very hard for me that what I'm going through might be something very easy for someone else. But if it's the hardest thing I've gone through, it's the hardest thing I've gone through in my life. Tell me more about that. Um, well, I think because... I don't like, I don't, I like this thing, but I also don't like it of like, oh, well, someone always, there's someone that has a harder or someone has a more difficult or someone's starving in a different country. And it's like, I understand that I feel bad for them. And I am, I'm not saying that my life is so horrible compared to theirs. Um, oh, but I get if it. I'm going through a struggle in my life, that could be the biggest struggle in my life that I've experienced so far. It's still the biggest struggle for me. Yeah. right now this is something that's very big and again i'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world but it's all relative too like it's all like personally this is what i'm going through and it's the hardest i've ever gone through i totally get it it's almost like look at the bright side of things is what people mm-hmm. are trying to say yeah which is cool it is nice to try to be as positive as you can in situations however if you run out of gas let's say in somewhere in long beach right you just ran out of gas in your car and then somebody goes well uh, Tony ran out of gas 50 miles outside of town yeah. for two days straight. Right. You're like, yeah, cool. So I'm still out of gas right, right now. How like, does that, that solve this yeah, problem yeah, yeah. This right now? Like, that's great. Uh, fuck Tony. But like right yeah. here, what are we going to do about Because we can't get home right now. Yeah. Like, are we going to push it? What? Like, like, oh, I broke my arm. Well, there's someone in Uzbekistan. Yeah. They just got their arm cut off yeah. by some crazy person. I'm like, okay, yeah, but my arm's still broke. You're like, I'm looking at the bone sticking right. out right now. <laughs> Yeah. Should we go to the, maybe call an ambulance or like what? And I get it. Like people, like it's, it's supposed to be like, oh, I'm grateful for what I have and this and that, which makes total sense. But it's all, it does, still doesn't solve my problem of I'm still depressed right now. And here's the flip side of that too, is when you are somebody who's ambitious and you mm-hmm. are trying to build and get better and better at whatever your craft is or whatever you're doing, you do have to come to terms with the fact that you're not content with how things are right now. Mm-hmm. I like the podcast. The podcast is very good, right? Somebody who is starting a new podcast today is in a situation of like, how does the equipment work? How does this shit work? Blah, blah, blah. That's not where we're at, right? However, I go, well, I want phase two with cameras. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want more guests in. I want other people. Like I'm trying to expand the space. So naturally I have to go, I'm not, it's not that I'm unhappy with this space, but I'm looking to grow. So therefore you have to be like uncomfortable with where you're at right now to try to drive to get Mm -hmm. to where you want to be. So by saying, oh my God, guess what? There's people that actually don't have microphones and access to a podcast. So I should just be so happy with where I'm at. Yeah, exactly. So you see how where that falls in and yeah, yeah, it just doesn't. People say that though as if it's like, yeah, it fucking fixes everything. Yeah. It doesn't. How do you feel about the phrase good vibes only? I like good vibes only. Mm. I think because I think about love. It's Mm. very loving. Um, good vibes though. I like it. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Good vibe. Like if someone told me that, I'd be like, oh yeah, good vibes. Mm-hmm. Cause you can still like, what does negative vibes do? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think, um, you don't like it. No, I don't really have an opinion on it to be honest with you, but I have seen, um, 
I saw this, and honestly multiple times, of saying good vibes only kind of like closes it, closes the door to experiencing bad things. Like saying that you should just suppress, if there's something bad going on, just suppress it because it's going to be good vibes only. Oh, well, yeah, that's, fuck yeah. I mean, that happens. Yeah. I guess, yeah, if you are saying only good vibes yeah. then versus right? good vibes, only good vibes, yeah. you're like, uh, no. But, but what happens when I don't feel good vibes? Yeah. You know what I mean? What do I do now? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, kind of made me well, think Well, I a think bit. the person that if you have somebody, like let's say you're having a bad day, my good vibes could help you get out of your sad vibes. Mm-hmm. So that's where I kind of like it. But I guess, yeah, not only good vibes. Yeah. Because then it makes it like, oh, wait, no, is something wrong with me for like if you're a kid and you never hear about sex, right? And right. then you're trying to have sex, let's say at 15, 16, like everybody else does. It's like, oh, no, like am I bad or pure? Yeah. Or unpure? Am I broken now because yeah. of that? And it's like, no, it's just natural. You know, everybody was fucking. I heard this wild story when we were in Sweden. Um, my mom was telling me that her coworker, former coworker, someone she knows had posted on her Facebook of like, oh, now my grandmother or something like that, you know? And my mom was like, what the hell? Like, she so she messaged her and was like, wait a minute, did I miss something? You know, because she had never posted about like, oh, my my child is having a child, like nothing like that. So she was like, you know, what, what happened? Or, you know, give me an update. Apparently, so her son, who's like 16. Okay. And his girlfriend, who's also 15, 16, whatever, um, they ended up having a baby. Mm. but they didn't know um obviously they had sex but they didn't know she was pregnant and i guess the girl she had like experienced um stomach pains okay and it got really bad to where they're like we gotta go to the hospital like it's really bad and that's when they realized she was in fucking labor so there are cases where a lady just grows a baby and really doesn't have a major yeah because the the baby grows inward towards the spine instead of out okay and that's why you don't see your stomach um so she was experiencing like stomach pains and stuff so then so then when they got to the hospital they were like you're in labor you're about to give this birth to a baby so the baby came out and it was healthy so she was hiding it what do you think that young girl was doing she had no period for nine months i was think i asked my mom too i was like well i mean did you not have like I get it. You might not have a stomach, but what? You didn't have a period? Like, you know what I mean? That's like one of the number one, the first indicators. Yeah, what do you think? I think she might have just been like, "Mm," like not hiding it like intentionally, just being like, just didn't think about it or something. Okay. Um, But yeah, but I was like, damn, can you imagine? And then my mom was like, yeah, it was probably like the first time having sex and then like now we're fucking pregnant. That's rough. It is crazy because when I was younger too, I was like, I thought that Unless you were on your period, you could get pregnant like every single day of the month, like whenever. Oh, without the like ovulation time? Yeah, but you really only have like two to three days out of the month where you can get pregnant. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah, definitely. I think the way, like with our situation, I think you're very fertile. You think like, so? Like you just look very, very fertile. Mm-hmm. And I'm also very, very Watch fertile. Watch it turn out to be like, Hannah, you don't have any eggs. <laughs> yeah, that You can't happens. have child children. Just, just all the data right now, just on the surface level, is just like, yeah. It's like Kino. Like, hey, can this guy Kino have puppies? You're like, <laughs> oh yeah, that guy wants to fuck. You know what I mean? Like he's got extra stuff to give out. We it's got not, evidence from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a bulldog that's like, oh yeah, fucking mm-hmm. Mac the bulldog. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no, Kino's like, let's fucking go. You know? It's like, don't introduce him. Yeah, don't introduce <laughs> him to some poon because he'll be just Ooh. on the prowl every single day so what was i talking about though <laughs> oh fertility the sex yeah and <laughs> things like that just 
fertile like you look and then like i said too is i'm 100 percent. i want you to really feel you don't have to take me into consideration like let's say i could i had just no fucking come venture used all his testosterone like there's no way to have a baby he just used it all right and then you're like oh no you can't have a baby i am okay with that like yeah. i do see the positive back to what we started with i do see the positive of like let's get more melon walls now and like let's start traveling around like we have all this extra i guess money now to spend on like having fun and instead like kids are expensive right yeah. so it's like instead of doing that let's do some other stuff yeah right? Also, though, if it is something we want, like, I have no issue with fostering and adopting. Mm. Like, there's literally all the options look great to me. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. I think I'm very different from other women of, um, yeah, I want to have kids. I want to try for natural kids and things like that. But I'm really not going through the whole IVF process. Like, I'm, like I don't, because no. I don't have that strong of an urge to have biological children yeah you know what i mean like i don't feel we talked like, about yeah. this on like an episode yeah like couple, yeah. yeah we'll try obviously but it's not like i'm like we'll I have to have, like, let's do 12 rounds of this so we can have one biological child when there's like no i don't there's other children that i can get you know what i mean i'm gonna talk about something that i saw that's a little like she's not listening to the podcast obviously it's not a like a big deal my one of my partners like mm -hmm. one of the leaders in the office a very successful career right crazy ultra successful right she came up in the time though back in like the 80s 90s where obviously a woman having a career was like super just it was hard to do right like there was no help no mm -hmm. this no that and she was like a single parent getting after it and just building this entire kingdom however without the tech that we have now and like the ability to just help you know what i mean like you could do it you can work from home you can mm -hmm. do all this stuff to where like you versus having to actually go in the office all day go meet with all these people and physically be there and then you know you're just not seeing your kid and then her kid is an adult now and told her like hey uh, I didn't like that you were always working, yeah. right? Like that was actually something that maybe they were a little resentful of. Yeah. And then it becomes a thing too where now that her career is on the tail end and she is like of the age of you can have grandkids and things like that, you can tell there's something that I guess you can't plan for, but it's like she is somebody that should have a bunch of grandkids and she's like would be the greatest grandma should ever. As you can in, tell. What do you mean? Because she's a good lady or what? Yeah, she's just like she's in a stage of her life where she, if somebody needs grand, like she has extra money, mm. she has all, like she can have time. Right. She really wants to be involved with, yeah. like, it's really sad because my grandma has fucking 20 grandkids and like it's a shit show, right? Yeah. But somebody like her, who should have 20 grandkids and would be like okay we're spending time here here would probably spend her whole year just navigating like i'm gonna do a month here a month here like you know what i mean basting around the family she's she doesn't have that mm. ability because you know what i mean like it's just not you only had one kid that kid isn't really having a kid yet or isn't in a place like that so it's kind of crazy and then some people go into that pressure of like hurry up and have kids like i wish i was a grandma i wish mm -hmm. i was a grandma and it's like well fuck you know what i mean it's yeah. kind of a weird thing to be in but i wasn't yeah. aware of that situation mm. until i kind of saw it and i was like oh yeah okay so it is really important to like not get lost in your work yeah and really obviously everybody says it all the time but like actually doing it yeah. right and then that kind of puts me on the spot to some of the things where you're kind of like hey you're around home a little bit too much mm. let's say right and i'm like 
well, yeah, I didn't want to be a guy that's in the, now as work increases and things like that, obviously I have shit to do and I'm going to have to be flying around places and, you know, boogieing and shaking, but I'm intentionally doing it this mm. way so that, do you want me to say, Hey, 20, 10, 15 years from now, do you want to hear, Hey, you're never here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that's kind of what that turns into. Right. So you see how it can be hard to navigate that. Well, the rain slowed down, but mm, that's nice. what do you think about that? Do you see what I'm saying? As far as like, well, hold on now from the beginning, I'm hearing, Hey, you're around here too much. I is- think, I think it's more, I think if we did have kids, it would be like, Oh yeah, that's nice. Cause you're able to be there. But I think cause they need you, you know what I mean? I don't need you. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, Oh, I want to watch, I want to watch the bachelor. You know what I mean? I kind of want that alone time. That's the only thing that's like bugging me that I'm like, I don't get that much and it's not like you're bugging me. If I'm watching my show, you're not going to be like, turn this shit off. You know what I mean? It's fine. But just being by myself, not having anyone else in the house, mm-hmm. that's something I like. Um, so like sometimes on Mondays when you're in the office, I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. Like, that's good. You know, like, especially if I don't, if I don't, if I don't work or anything, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. it's I'll, nice. And like, I'll definitely try to leave more and stuff like that. Like, that's cool yeah. to give you your time. But like I said, I just don't need that time necessarily. Right. Like if the house is packed, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. If it's empty, it's awesome. Like yeah. it's not, I don't care how it goes, but I'm also the type of guy that like, you understand, I think I am one of the best parents. Like I'm mm-hmm. not even a parent yet, but whatever that workload is, whatever like the average dad does like, oh, so-and-so never changes a diaper or never does that. Like that's just not really yeah what i come from or things that like my dad was the best dad ever mm-hmm. like he was always fucking carrying the around he's got the diaper bag he's got mm-hmm. the like it's one of those things where just like the part like who's the better roommate you know what i mean like <laughs> shit's always clean this and that like i'm still like that way with everything i do yeah so it's not a competition but the fucking diaper trash bin isn't going to be full on my watch mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? it's taken out baby's clean baby's extra clean two showers today or whatever mm-hmm. like do you see what I'm saying? You know, something I look forward to if I get pregnant, if I have a b- baby mm-hmm. is going on walks. <laughs> yeah. Like taking the stroller out, like going on walks, like going into stores, like doing, and that sounds, maybe sounds delusional that like moms are going to come after me. Like it's not that peaceful. I would say those moms are shitty at creating structure and discipline though. Mm-hmm. Just like we see them in the airport. So yeah. I'll, I'll, take shots at them yeah <laughs> fucking get your kid under control i don't know what to tell you yeah anyways that is something i'm excited for like the mm-hmm. the newborn stage where they don't do much they fucking leave there just walk around get a coffee you know walk around like have a friend you know with me yeah i, I mean look that's, forward to that. that's the most attractive human that i see mm-hmm. around you know that right like yeah, we I see know. you you're so you say it <laughs> yeah you're you're obviously a 10 out of 10 and the most beautiful thing that can be created there's nothing that's prettier than you it can only just be like oh well this girl's from africa mm. and she has the same level of power oh this girl's from china she has you know what i mean like there's but you're at the peak of the beauty that you can have there's only different things so we're gonna go downhill from now exactly <laughs> However, you get extra points when you stay very attractive, very in shape, and you have a kid as yeah. well. That's prettier than any like Gucci bag. Is it weird? Does it sound oppressive when I say that? Because I don't mean it as like, oh, women should only do this. I really think it's super pretty. Like yeah. it seems like there's a leadership going on that I like. I just like good leadership. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, oh, that lady's got it taken care of. She's shopping around, having a good time, got the baby. Yeah. Like we were watching a um speaking of like it going downhill from now. Um, we were watching a video in class and I guess 
this news anchor. We don't know exactly if she got fired because she let her hair go gray, but that was like kind of yeah. like she let her hair go gray, like natural. Was this recently? It was maybe a few years ago. I don't know exactly when it was, but um, but yeah, this like I think she was from Canada, or whatever. She let her hair just go gray, like normal, you know. She very pretty, like very maintained, still, like you know everything. Just she just didn't dye it anymore, and uh, and now she wasn't working for that news uh, company anymore. So then Dove, the company, they put out the and, soap company. Mm-hmm. Okay, they uh, basically like came together and like stood up for her and stood up for just ladies in general because. There's such a double standard with that because the, you see the men, they're okay to have fucking gray hair, gray beard, and no one says anything about that. But then as soon as a lady fucking lets her hair go gray, now it becomes a, what the fuck? You're, that's crazy, you know, this and that. Um, so I guess Dove kind of just like put up a campaign of like something like let it go gray or like something, let her go, Let's gray, go like, gray, something like that. Um, and I was that. like, that's really nice. Like, I like that. Like, and, and then it kind of just made me think of like, yeah, there is a crazy double standard when it comes to men and women I read in a, terms of like beauty. I wrote a paper in school about this. This mm-hmm. is actually one of the few papers I wrote about was mm-hmm. how, why is it the, the news acre? It was even, this was about age and it was about like race too, to where there's uh, the few like black news anchors that they do have. The ladies do have to like a hot press their hair since you know the 70s and 80s since they've been like having those roles and they're not allowed to wear it natural it's written in their contract mm-hmm. that they can't have it natural yeah. right so it's just why it's probably written in the contract with that old school mentality of um you know like you can't let it go gray it has to look be a blonde it has to be this and then as you get older you get the boot and want someone younger yeah. because we need that eye candy right and then you also have the old guy to where as he gets older, he's more distinguished. He's mm. wiser. He's looked at as like mature and a good leader for the weather like or for box. the news. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, he knows he's, it's okay. The, yeah. he's been through, you know, seven presidents. This isn't right. just, first, but if it's a young guy like me up there, it's looked at as like, oh yeah, he's an inexperienced, you know, he's a wild card or something like mm-hmm. that. So, which is weird though, because I'm more, I I look at it as what it is. I'm more attracted to the lady that is going gray and is like, oh yeah, I'm confident and sexy because the hair does not matter. Mm. What matters is, are you still doing your squats at 40, 50, you know, 60? Are you still doing your Pilates classes? Mm. Like, are you running? Are you in good shape? Not, I don't need you to be 22 anymore. I need you to be 52, but healthy and getting after it and eating correctly if you do all those things, you don't give a fuck what your hair color looks like, yeah. right? And it's that thing of girls who are trying to... It never works out properly. Mm-hmm. Like it never... When you do the lips, when you do the cheeks, when you do all the fillers and you try to like, oh, let me take a couple years off. It just ends up looking like a fucking lady who... You look like a scarecrow now. It's so weird because like you look older trying to look young. And you look insecure you know what I mean? too. It's like, girl, we know you're 65. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to act like you're... 30 the like, clothes you look too. crazy the clothes you try yeah. to like you know the same cocktail dresses the this and the that Ugh. now you can really wear those if that's what you want to wear that's totally fine i just want you to say like it would look better if it was a more like it, it yeah spend some money on it it can be expensive it doesn't have to be anything but mm-hmm. same thing i i don't really know the girls but the guys if you're in your 50s and you're still wearing jordans mm-hmm. you're wearing sneakers like those are basketball shoes stop it you're not mm. you haven't shot a ball in 30 years you know what about jeans and like running shoes <laughs> like my dad does <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but and he's almost 60 but your dad wouldn't wear that to like an event 
You oh, see no, what I'm saying? Wouldn't. Like, say Chris Rock. Put on like boots or something. Yeah, Chris Rock is cool, right? But he's fucking mid mid fifties, mm. right? He's been around forever. Why is he still wearing sne- Adidas or sneakers onto the thing? Dude, just put a good boot on. Mm. Put a good like Italian leather this or that, right? And that's just what I think is. What if you're wearing shorts? What do you wear with shorts? It, if now, it's not a sneaker. Now, what I'm saying though is, if you're wearing shorts to an event, who wears shorts to an event? Do you see oh, what I'm okay. saying? You're only so, talking about events. Yeah, yeah. Now, baby, if you're going and walking your dog, yeah, put some sneakers on. Yeah. I get that, but you see what I'm saying? They're still flexing. So if flexing. you're on vacation in Italy and you got shorts on, yeah. you can wear sneakers. You're still flexing. Yeah, that that's not the flex anymore. Mm. Back when you were a kid, the cool sneakers and the fucking fashion jeans and that, like the sweatsuit, like that, the baseball jersey, that mm-hmm. was all cool, right? But you got to level up at some point, yeah. right? You see the rappers from the 80s and the 90s that are still wearing the same shit. Yeah. And then you see somebody like... um like a 50 cent or mm. who is wearing a suit, you know, like they look nice for certain events and yeah. things like that. It's, yeah, it's just a funny thing. Yeah. You got to grow. You got to evolve. It's so crazy too when like old men are still looking for young girls. Yeah. Like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Ew, that's disgusting. What like, do you, you think could, about you that? You can like be my dad or even some, you could be my grandpa. Like, oh, what do you think about that though? Before I say, uh the, the issue that I have is the lack of maturity. Yeah. That's the issue I have. I don't, I understand it. You understand yeah. that you're in your, like, I'm not, you're not in your sexual peak. That's not the word, but you're at, like, you're at the highest yeah, I mean, RPM I am, of I your powers. I understand it. You, I'm like, yeah, yeah you, you're looking for a cute girl. She's mm-hmm. pretty. She's, like, tight. You know, like, she's, <laughs> you know, not in that way, but just, like, yeah. you know, like, everything, she's everything. athletic, you know, yeah. no sagging skin, you know, things like that no wrinkles yeah. um but it's like it, i just feel it's like this like predator thing of like here are you are this old ass man you, you know what i mean like you were like 40 when i was born mm-hmm. that it just oof, i can't same thing with like age gap couples like crazy age gaps i'm like really like you were like 25 when i was two mm-hmm. it's like ooh, just the thought of that is just like really creepy to me um, that I'm like, I can't, I, please do not ever approach me like that. I 100% agree. Do you want to know something that I do? Hmm. I get a little protective mm-hmm. in a way that's not like a, it's not like I'm trying to, that, that's mine, you know, go away. But I actually feel like I'm like, no, I think hopefully you can gain something from like the relationship that we're having here. Or even if it was something that was that big of an age gap, like, I don't know, let's take a freshman in high school. Or something like that. And let's say it's it's like you as a freshman in high school. And I see all this potential. Like this is a, a young lady that's going to grow up into a very pretty woman. I'm not by no means. Like I just don't understand the coaches that we've been around. that are fucking their athletes and stuff like that. Like I totally don't even see it that way. Because even you. if Now when we work out we have the same thing. I can look at your ass now. I'm like oh right. yeah she's squatting good. The form's good. We're the good. same age. Yeah like, everything's you know. good. But when we first started. Like if I'm teaching you something new. I'm locked in on that thing. Like, for mm-hmm. example, if you wanted to learn how to like uh, power snatch or hang snatch, I'm by no means am I like, oh yeah, g- get your shoulders or get your, stay on your heels. And then I'm like, oh, that ass. Right. Like, look at that. Go a little it's, lower. No, I'm literally looking at it as the same as like, oh, form this mm-hmm. and that. Okay, cool. You did it. Good job. And then it's like, if you're in a power dynamic like that, how the fuck, like, where do you get your jollies off? I just and don't get weird, it. And it's weird. Cause like, yeah, you can see, I can see an attractive old man, like, there can be older men that I'm like, oh, you look good. Like, you look nice. But, and same thing with if there's an older guy, you can still say, oh, you look very pretty. Or, like, you can think that. That's normal. That's fucking humans. But 
to where you would be like, oh yeah, let me fuck you. Yeah. Really? Like, it's, and it's also like, or even like the like couples. What the fuck do you have in common? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I'm with someone that's 25 years older than me, really? Like, we have no, we don't have much in common. Help me work this thing out, because I still am not as like far along this path as I would like to. Josephine, your sister, whoever her partner is, there is still some sort of an extra little bit of seasoning when I look at whoever that is differently than how it would be with like your older sister Mm -hmm. there is still this thing to where i look at it and i do have to instantly go like oh wait that's not hannah do you know what i mean i know that's not hannah hannah's right here she's right there but there is still a like maybe if you had a mom that passed away and then someone looks just like your mom it would be a little weird to be like do you do you Mm -hmm. see what i'm saying how the position that i'm in it's a little it's an interesting one. Yeah. It's not now by no means is my struggle as hard as your <laughs> struggle of like being the twin. Right. But I do look at the guy and I go like, well, no, no, no. I want the best for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily like I want like you're not. It's not like you're not good enough for Josephine or this and that. But it's no, no, man. You got got a good job. You mm-hmm. got some ambitions, some career. You keep yourself in good shape. Like, are you pretty well rounded in what mm-hmm. you're doing? Do you like like the Sweden thing? Hey, the Sweden thing, it's a lot. Trust mm-hmm. me, it's it's a fu- it's more than you think it is. It's fun in the beginning, but then you hop on that long ass flight, and it becomes a lot of bullshit, kinda. <laughs> as far as like compared to what we're doing, it's a big transition, right? Like you act, they they act like it's nothing, but it's it's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. All right, it is work. So it's just well, I think it's valid to feel that you want the best for someone, but I do think because she looks like me, for you it becomes an extra thing, and I think it makes sense. Because I think you feel more strongly about her partner or a future partner than I do. Yeah. And I think it does have to do with the fact that but you're also we you. look the same. Yeah, but you're also like your sense of self is like you. You know that you're you and that's that. But like I'm seeing almost double in certain <laughs> things. Just the quickest instinct Would it is, be different if she didn't live here? Or would it still be like... Because now she's so close. Like she, it's very like... That's how we say in Sweden. Like it's, you can touch it. Like it's very. You're so close uh-huh. to it. Would it be different if she was like in Sweden? I think it's because I like kind of the the idea of the unit. Like mm-hmm. we are in the radius, and it is a pretty competitive radius that we're in. So it, things have to be more talented, right? Whereas if she was in Sweden, I maybe would be like, oh, well, you are in a different game. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? So it's like the, the, the qualities that maybe you're looking for in your partnership are not different are, you know what I mean? There are some things that maybe aren't needed. And then there's some other things that are teamwork is going to be much more needed, you know, in Sweden and the ability to be like, Oh, I need to fit in my parking space. Cause there's another car that's mm-hmm. going to come here and all, everything works. Whereas me, I'm like, no, I'll put the semi truck and just drive it in and park it on the curb. Right. Cause that's what we do here. But yeah, like. I'm working on it and it's hard when I when it first started like the first time I saw her kiss like her ex-boyfriend I was pissed off Mm. for some reason and you know what I mean you have to work through that and figure it out but it is a unique dynamic to be dating a twin and in a relationship with a twin because it's like did you ever have you ever had a time where you're like you thought it was me and it turns out to be Josephine um like if we're standing somewhere you're about to hug someone like hug or you know whatever and you're like oh shit that's the wrong girl (laughs) Well, yeah, when she's in here, Mm. it's a lot because usually I just see you and I do that. But like if you're in the room and she's in the kitchen, I do think it's you. 
hair is obviously the biggest one. If you transition your hair to the way she wears it, I don't like it because that's my big indicator of um, like that that's you. Mm. You know what I mean? So gotcha. whereas also if is she... Is that the rain? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a big gutter going on. We can wrap it up here in a second. But it's a... Um, if she puts her hair rarely, similarly how you do it, then it becomes a little bit of a problem in like my discernment mm. it's just hard it's not like i'm like i don't even know how to explain it it's just a weird thing to where like you have your ways to kind of like yeah differentiate us and then when that kind of changes it's like okay well, well what's happening now it's probably like smell with the mm. dog right he's able to smell he goes okay i know who that is blah blah blah. but then if a smell is off or mixed it's wait my like routine is off a little mm. bit so what do we do here? right it makes sense. Yeah. And then it's also hard, though, to really get like, no, these are two separate independent human mm. beings that cannot be judged or um, like put together, put together at all. So there's going to be different goals, different things. So just kind of finding that it's not the things that work for you definitely don't work for her. The things mm. that don't work for her definitely don't work for you. So it's yeah. just a high level thing that you can spend years researching. But I am really appreciative that I've been in a position to where I'm able to kind of watch and support both of you guys' kind of journeys, and it's pretty cool. You know, we used to be in, like, twin surveys when we were younger. What did you guys do in these surveys? They would ask they would ask us questions. They would also ask my mom questions, and it could be anything from, like, are you introverted or extroverted? Are you, uh, are you good in school? Do you have a lot of friends? Like, any, like just questions like that. Um, just a survey, like you know, nothing, no experiment, just like a survey. And then, um, we would get free movie tickets for it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So we did that a few years. Tell me, uh, retell that one story you told me about the mom that came in with the twins, um, at your job. Oh yeah. I remember she was like a little, her mindset was a little First off. of all, that, the cart or the, it wasn't even like a stroller. It was a cart. Like she had a wagon. Like, oh, just like a like a beach cart? Almost. It was so weird. It was the weirdest thing I've seen in my life. Was it like broken and dirty or it was just... No, a... it was clean. But it was basically like the wagon that we have and then two like car seats in it. Like it wasn't like a... Because we, when we were younger, we had a twin stroller. Yeah. We were laying side by side like that, like a normal stroller. So did you not like the fact that she didn't like go above and beyond and have the... No, it was weird though. It was... Well, it was... It was a stroller... It wasn't like she just put him in the fucking <laughs> and just let him roll cart. Yeah, cart. no, it wasn't like that. Okay. Um. So it was still. But it was good. It, you were okay with it. Yeah, I mean, okay. whatever works for her. Whatever. I just thought it was just not efficient. It That's wasn't the red say. wagon that she was pulling. I got no, you. No, it was just wasn't like efficient. That's all I'm gonna say. Gotcha. Um. So, anyways, um, but they were twins, and I was like, oh, like are they twins? Because sometimes they can just be siblings, you know. But like, oh, are they twins? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm also a twin. And then she was kind of asking, like, how, um, like, how do we treat, like, kids? I mean, how do we talk to them, this and that? I was like, just make sure you don't compare them too much. Just, it becomes a weird, like, comparison, and you want them to be individual people. And then she was like, yeah, I'm kind of struggling a little bit with that. Because one is just, like, smarter than the other one. And I'm like, babe, these kids were, like, six months old. Like, it wasn't like they were like, oh, they're seven. You know what yeah. I mean? One is brighter. No, she was like, yeah, they're young. And she one was like, yeah, smarter. one is, like, brighter than the other one or something like that. And I was like, it's okay. Like, you know, they get. Oh my and God. I, I think I told her, I was like, well, they'll have different qualities. Like, one could be good at this and the other could be good at, you know, something else. What if you told her, like, well, yeah, you should throw the dumb one away then. You should give the dumb one away. Aww. <laughs> 
Mm. Go ahead though. But yeah. yeah, I was like, and then I was like, oh no, it's okay. Like, you know, just just treat them as two individual, you know, people because everyone's gonna compare them, whether it's the grades or how they look or personalities. Just treat them as just siblings. And she's like, oh yeah, that's nice. Well, and then she was like, well, thank you for chatting with me and like talking about how it is being a twin. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then she left. That's nice. So, but yeah, I was like, your kids are like six months old. Like, how do you know if one's brighter than the other? Something I have thought about, like, especially during Sweden, was when you girls get older, mm-hmm. like, because you guys are in that phase now to where you are living apart from each other, things like that. But when you both start families and do things like that, it is kind of we- weird seeing a uh, 40 year old twins mm. or like 50 year old twins or even like elderly twins when they are it's like wow that's kind of cool but you don't really think about that when i hear twins i usually think like younger young adult to like really kid you don't yeah. really think of like like 25 and under yeah you're not like oh yeah grandma is a twin and yeah. there's another person that looks like grandma you just yeah. don't think about that no it's kind of funny it's weird it is weird though like just the, the concept of being a twin i think is really strange because mm-hmm. you have someone that first of all we have the exact same dna which is also pretty wild. Like, how is that even a thing? And then you have someone that you've pretty much experienced life with. So I want to end on if Josephine's son and then your son, are they technically um, like siblings then Mm -hmm. genetically? They'd be half siblings. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, wow. That's really interesting. Genetically. They're cousins, but they're genetically like half siblings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. So they're like really close. There should be another term for that, honestly. They're like really mm-hmm. close cousins then. There should be like a... It's know. like, you know, that those twins that marry twins and have kids with twins. Mm-hmm. Those babies are technically siblings. Yeah. But they're cousins. But biologically, they're siblings. What would you do if you were in that situation? Would you call them cousins then? Because, I mean, I guess they are cousins, but that's that's really close. I would just... I mean, I mean biologically, they're not cousins. They're siblings. But relationship-wise, they're cousins. I, I would say know? it's such a cool scenario and rare. I would be like, let's say, I don't know, I had a twin and blah, blah, blah. And, like, that's what happened. Be like, no, no, no. We're something different from what you and, like, Amanda's mm. kids are. Like, we're a, we're a different thing, yeah. right? So I wonder if they have, like, a closer connection. Like, you know, just because they're so close, like, DNA-wise, if mm-hmm. they have, like, an actual, like, closer connection with each other. I just wanted to talk about Scandinavian or just places like that, your guys' ladies, that foundation, you guys really only have like three kind of looks, mm-hmm. right? And you're one of them. And you know what I mean? There's like a couple looks that I see. You guys are so pretty. You guys honestly really do have that. The number one export is Swedish beauty. Mm-hmm. Like You guys are amazing looking. Everything is so clean. You guys really don't have like the crazy baggage or just the angles are so sharp and it's really cool. How do you feel about that? Like when you see these influencers blowing up and really doing things at a high level, which is amazing, baby, because Sweden is not a big country. But you guys have some, there's some girls pulling 800K, you know what I mean? 900K, a couple million, this and that. And it's a beautiful thing to watch because you have the opportunity to do something like that. And I mean, here's the difference is like, you have the opportunity to do that and you're in an environment that's been doing mm-hmm. it at the highest level in modern, the modern era. So yeah. it's like once things kind of start to click for you and it really kind of rolls, you've, it's, it's going to be a scary thing to see how big that can go. 
I think the beauty aspect of like, oh, you guys are so pretty has hit me more over the recent years mm-hmm. because I am in a different environment and I can see it from the outside. Um, when I lived there, I didn't like, it's like we all look the same, like not to be weird, but like we all very much look very similar that it wasn't like I felt like I was standing out or I'm, you know, I get that here. It's a little different. Like even when, when we first moved here, when me and my sister went to school, that was a thing because we once well, first of all we look the same and then two we have you got two people that are very pretty mm-hmm. um they look they don't look american they just they it's a new thing so that has hit me more now over the past few years than it ever did when i grew up because i was like oh it's we're pretty but yeah. it's not it, it, and it's also like when you're growing up you're even like no matter how pretty you are you're going to have insecurities about something. That's just how girls work. Like, we're going to be insecure. So it's not like I viewed myself as... And I mean, I feel like I've gotten prettier over the years, too. Like, we always have that weird phase. But it wasn't like I viewed myself at this as this, like, crazy, super beautiful princess. Yeah. Um. So it's never... Before, it was never something I really paid attention to. But over the past few years, especially through, like, ooh, social media and stuff like that, too... I've been like, oh, yeah, we have really pretty girls. Yeah. And what I'm trying to say, too, is the way I would communicate it to, like, my daughter, right? And let's say we're in that environment. It's like, no, 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 no. You guys are all at a very high level. You need to understand that. It may not seem that way because everybody is in here. But it's like if you grow up with a funny family or a super charismatic family, everybody is that way. So it seems normal. Totally get it. But, like... When you end up going in front of your class Mm -hmm. and I'm making the class laugh and I'm super comfortable, that's a very unique quality. However, that's just something that what we do, Mm. like we speak up when we're spoken to, like Mm -hmm. we talk, it's not one of those things. So it's like, if I could go back to Hannah, I'd be like, no, 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 you need to understand you're a 10 out of 10, Mm -hmm. but everybody else is too. So Mm. there's a fuckload of you and we just get on the thing and we're like oh we thought that was josephine or we thought that was like these are really pretty young girls who are coming out here and then there's also pretty women too Mm. that are in there you know having babies and they're in their 30s and 40s and everybody just looks super healthy clean and like happy right so it's just one of those things of yeah you're a race car but guess what you're in the race like if we put these race cars out on the street mm. where the real world is, you'd understand how fast they really are. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things. But yeah, yeah. Well, so that's all I got, right? That's all we got for Natural Thoughts and Talks, the rainy edition here. I know. It's kind of soothing. I don't think it's going to be that annoying when we kind of edit. It'll be all right. Yeah, I think it'll be okay. But I love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs>